so hi, one of the Good Noise podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. We said this last year. We're going to say it again. This is so awkward and unnatural to pre-record an episode. This is disgusting. Yeah, I don't. It's it's basically the same thing on my end because like I don't see anything except I just like to look into the chat and be like, okay, you know what? It looks fine. We're live, but now it's just kind of like. Shane could be other. joking right now. He could just he could just be like, "We're not even recording right now," and I'm talking to no one. It's it's a whole thing. I promise we're recording right now. Okay. <laughs> um. So I'm sure you read the title when you clicked the 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 video or yep. the the podcast episode on your preferred audio streaming service. There you go. Uh, we're talking about albums of the year. We got yes. plenty of hot takes. I'm sure. Gloria and I yeah. don't know each other's list. Outside of like no. a couple of things that we were talking about, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to add this. And she was like, I'm going to add it too. And I'm like, you're I'm talking to me. Um, <laughs> so we're going to discuss songs of the year and then disappointments. We're going to have a laugh during that one, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. then album of the year, honorable mentions, and then our top 10 albums of the year. We'll do that in reverse order, 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll end it with a big finale. You probably already know our answers. Glory yeah. is obvious. I literally tweeted mine, so... <laughs> I'm sure you already so, know. Because I wanted it to be a big surprise because, like, you obviously do mine because, come on. But yours, I was like, you know what? There are, like, three different options here. And then you just tweeted it. <laughs> well, it was in reply to Yasmin's tweet, so it wasn't directly on the timeline, though. It was directly on my timeline. <laughs> well, you have notifications on. It's different. Okay. I don't... Whatever, whatever, whatever. You want to get you want to get the show on the road with the songs let's, of the year, let's, dude. Let's okay. start this up, uh, bro. Okay. All right. My, my number who went, one. Who went for? Oh, my, uh, whoa! I, I thought we were going backwards. No, my number one song, like easily, like it's not my my songs of the year are in no particular order. Oh, but, okay. Uh, the one I listened to by far the most this year was "Numb" by Water Parks. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, continuing to go down the list once again in no particular order after "Numb." Mm-hmm. Uh, Stan Atlantic, they put out two singles this past year, Death Wish mm-hmm. and Molotov. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both bangers. Mm-hmm. Drop the heavy record, guys, please. Um, Corns, Start the Healing. I want to say right now, that album, probably going to be my album of the year next year. Just taking a wild stab. Probably. Unless Slipknot drops one. Well, they also put out a single this year, so who knows? Maybe they will. Um, Bad Omens. They got. They put out three singles. They got an album coming out in February. Probably mm-hmm. be on the list. Won't be number one though, because I just said mm-hmm. which one will be number one. But those singles, "Death of Peace of Mind," "Artificial Suicide," and "What Do You Want from Me," three mm-hmm. bangers. Uh, mm-hmm. Belmont put out two singles: "Bowser's Castle" and "Pain." Now, that was good. F- fucking bangers. Mm-hmm. Um, Silverstein, "Bankrupt" and "Over It." Mm-hmm. Once again, bangers. Bangers. Uh. Super whatever's dwell on the guilt of saving myself. That was your, yeah, that was your favorite single by Super Whatever, yeah, and right? Yeah, they Just said we're far. done. <laughs> I mean, what a song to go out on, though. Honestly, like, yeah. Yeah, what yeah. A, what a song, such a good song, guys. Come back, please. Please. Uh, Werewolves fall with me. God. Pretty good song. I'm not gonna lie. I like the record too, but this song, man, something something in it. Mm. Really good. Uh, yeah. Big time rush. Call it like I see it. Dude, I thought we were going to do five. <laughs> You're still going. I told you I got a, I got carried out of hand. Um, Escape the Fates, Not My Problem, featuring Travis Barker. The only good song on that entire album. Um, Point North's Nice Now. 
Um, That's a good one. Slipknot, the Chapel Town rag, uh, that single Gory was talking about earlier. Dixie, she put out two singles that I really like this year, Psycho and The Real Thing. I can't even say it with a straight face, but I'm dead That is serious. embarrassing. What? Dude, her team can write a mean pop song. You just, you're, you're just blind, bro. I'm sorry that you can't see it. Hopefully one of these days you can. I um, hope not. <laughs> but until then, I'm praying not. for you, man. I'm praying. Um, we came as Romans, Dark Bloom. They put out a couple other singles this year, but whatever. They were okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Sharia Moore, Orlando. Uh, I told mm -hmm. them that this should have been the focus track on their EP because it's it, straight an to their absolute face. banger. Yeah. I'm gonna say it again. Should have been the focus track, guys. Uh, mm -hmm. Mike Shinoda's "Happy Ending" featuring Ian Dior and Upsall. Uh, this song mm -hmm. is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. That's why it's on my list. Mm -hmm. And "Motionless and White's Time Bomb." That's my list. Wow. Okay. So for the next one, are we are we doing are we alternating or is that just for album of the year? Album of the year. We forgot to discuss that too. Okay. Cool. So uh, my best single starting from number one, I guess, is Tyler Creator's Lumberjack because that, that was just, it, it dropped out of nowhere. Firstly, it just came out of nowhere and it was such a, a strong punch back into the industry. Just like, hey, I'm back. I'm back. And everybody was like, cool. Didn't he like tweet like an hour before it came out? It's like, hey, this is coming out like with like a music so. video link. Yeah. Yeah. Iconic. Like, join or something. And I was like, what? what and then that was the only thing i listened to for like next month um doji cat and scissors uh kiss me more banger i listened to that like 500 times i'm that's not even like a joke i'm not even exaggerating i probably have like 500 streams in that uh willow's transparent soul banger all i can think about from that album is the the vibe song oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Um, Brent Fias entitled the creator's gravity. That song, perfection, perfection. Uh, Sarah Kay's in Cave Town struck by lightning. There's crack, crack, just crack in that song. Straight, pure crack, and I love it. Um, before anybody makes a comment, Glory did text me before this and said I did ten album of the year 10 honorable mentions five disappointments and five song these and i said that sounds great bestie i'll do the same thing and yeah. then i was like hey i'm struggling with this one category and she was like hey look this up and then it all it went to shit from there so my list has no organization things. at all i kept adding things uh, so wait it's not like you don't have like a one two three four five no i like the 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 top 10 i've got 10 in okay. order and, uh, mm -hmm. after that it's just complete chaos i just have bullet points oh. everywhere and it's a mess but um so that's why glory's is short and concise and mine is not yeah okay well let's move on we're moving on to <laughs> disappointments um i think the okay, worst one, releases yeah worst releases of 2021 in our opinion bro no in everybody's opinion these albums are pretty fucking bad uh, yeah i think that this one's an obvious one a day mm -hmm. remembers you're welcome Mm -hmm. uh, no saving grace behind this record mm -hmm. uh, should have kept that one in the drafts especially mm -hmm. considering they kept on pushing it back because they claimed they didn't have cover art which is like you pushed it back for that cover <laughs> art can we what and then, and then their backdrop on tour was that cover art like they are so oh, proud of that the, and like because you know how it's got like the ramp like because they're like the arch and then like the ramp walking up yeah that's what they come out of is that arch that's dumb. It's awful. Disrespectfully. Disrespectfully awful. 
uh, Escape the Fates Chemical Warfare. Um, what a boring mm. ass album. I was very stoked for it too because not my problem is like an amazing song, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, Attila's Closure. I saw that one and I was like, mm. Enough said. That mm-hmm. album was pretty fucking bad. Pretty horrible. Um, the Offsprings Let the Bad Times Roll. Yeah. Uh, enough said. There was a song mm-hmm. about like pissing after sex or whatever the fuck they Something had. Something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. Um, the Blackville Pride's The Phantom Tomorrow. I didn't want this to be like a disappointment or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was just like. It just happened. It was like kind of the same song over and over again. And it's like we called it this. Well, at least I called it the second I saw the cover art because I saw it and I was like, oh, no. No, this doesn't look good. It looks butt rock. Well, it's not. It, it, it's but like it hard. Well, they're, they're, they've always been like hard rock, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this is just radio rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when Andy was like describing in interviews, like because they, they pushed the record back because of um, final delays and everything. And they did a shit ton of a press off it. And they were mm-hmm. like, um, he was like explaining the backstory behind it and everything. It sounded really cool. Like the, mm-hmm. there's like comic books and shit that go into it and like the music videos connect and everything. It's like, you spent more time on the story than you did on the songs, dude. Like, yeah. it's like, there's this, like the blackbird and like, that's, that's who's on the cover and like all this shit. And it's like, bro, this sounds really cool, but the songs aren't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't match. At least, like, when I saw them live, they didn't lean too heavily into this album. And when they did, like, hearing the songs live, it's like, this isn't horrible. Because it kind of just, it, it fits with, like, what they're doing. But listening to it, like, there's other Blackfield Brides records I'd rather listen to than this one. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm just over them, though. Because I, I had my Blackfield Brides phase, and then I was like, I'm over this. Completely. As a, as a person who hasn't had that phase yet, and just a person who's just a, a listener... No, it's not just you. <laughs> the, not the, just album just wasn't, yeah. Yeah, the album just wasn't that okay. great. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, 21 Pilots, Scaled and Icy. Oh, album of the year. Gloria had to text me to remind me that this record came out this year because I tried to like block it out of my memory. Yeah. Uh, also, the fact that I had a phase where I thought that Shy Away and uh, Saturday yeah. were bangers. Glad you're out of that. Yeah, well, in my, Glad defense, you've recovered. In my defense, they played Saturday at my work all the time. So I had no choice but to listen to it. Um, this album's pretty fucking bad, though. Yeah, album's really bad. Yeah. Um, Atreus Baptize. Um, this album was so bad that I went and saw them live while they toured off this record in November. Yeah. And the crowd did not seem to give a single fuck when a fourth of the set list was this was songs off this record and they just kind of stood there and stared at the band like even the band didn't seem interested playing these songs oh it was like just weird all wait around. is atreyu the one who's racist or is that attila that's attila attila's I'm, I got get a million confused. problems i get yeah. them confused all the time but good to know it's not that one yeah, okay no. sorry atreyu continue. just wrote a bad record well i mean so did attila <laughs> But Attila's written I mean, many bad records. All of oh, I forgot to add their their day drinking bad single day drinking. Bad. I'm adding that now. I forgot mm-hmm. the or song title, but I was like, "There's that one song that's like country, but they sing about day it's drinking. It's really bad. It just sounds like a, like a a barbecue song. It's a really bad fever just, dream. You just not like to hear. You'd be like, "Who put this in the playlist? Yeah. 
who sorry, continue your, your um, list but yeah baptized it was just like the band did not seem interested at all the crowd was not interested they were like yeah. harmonizing and shit it's like am i at a pop show or a metalcore yeah. show which one am i at here for um, metalcore people not allowed to harmonize well, it's, har- just like, har- it's just harmonize? like they've, they've in the 25 years they've been a band or whatever they've never stood on stage and been like there's rad harmonies in this song bro and then proceed to harmonize with each other and then you know november 20th rolls around and they're like bro there's rad home harmonies in this song we're gonna harmonize together and then do it mm-hmm. and i'm like am i at a five seconds of summer concert right now or a training concert mm-hmm. i actually recorded that song when they did that because i was like this is gonna be so bad it's gonna be great it's broken again off the album by the way oh, okay. um hobo johnson alienates his fan base that oh, fucking, that, yeah, that one that wasn't the album best was one. bad. It was Everything good. Everything that that man has put good. out is awful, actually. Okay, Corey. now you're going too no, far. Because he's put out a lot far. of good stuff. No, sure. Um, yes. AJR, OK Orchestra, if you have this I... on your disappointments list, I'm going to call bluff because you said you thought this album was OK. I don't, because I thought it was OK. <laughs> I still think it's OK. I just, I'm not, they're not my my type of music at all. But it's like I gotta respect it because it's le- at least it's produced well. Simon they have their, their well. little they have their little message in it. It's just it they just sometimes just add everything at once every song. Maybe I just like missed the mark with this band entirely. But like I just I don't get it. I don't get. The I mean hype. I was an AJR fan. Ah uh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Um yeah, I just I don't I don't get the hype. I was this close to seeing them live too. Uh, they had drop off an hour before doors because oh. they got covid oh yeah that was the, the that was a jingle oh. ball um so i almost got to experience it live too that would have been great <laughs> for was, 15 minutes though i was super minutes. stoked though like because i made like a playlist of everything and sam was like mm-hmm. can we please can we please skip the ajr i'm like no 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 we got to know every word to the ajr songs yeah bro. we're gonna we be singing sing along back at them mm-hmm. um and then i did all that homework for nothing um now Alice Cooper, uh, Detroit mm. Stories. Mm. That was the the P song, I think. That was that was the one. Yeah. That was the album with the piss song. Um, Alice Cooper been making music for way too fucking long. Mm-hmm. Um, he should retire. Just stop. Just stop. And um, last but not least, in my disappointments category, everything that Trapped released this year. Besides fire, that song was pretty fire, bro. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> my worst releases uh, starts with my number one because I have them numbered. Good for you. <laughs> Jordan Pilot, Skilled and Icy is number one. Congratulations, guys! You deserved it. The Offspring, uh, Let the Bad Times Roll, A Day to Remember. You're welcome. Mod Sun, Internet Killed the Rock Star. <laughs> As much as I didn't like that album, I liked what it did for pop punk because it kind of revived it, which is like, like not a in a good star. way. Like that that's I had to explain it to my mother today. I was like, dude, there's this horrible album that I put on my list. And she was like, why is it so bad? And I was like, okay, so there's a song and it goes F me like a porn star. And she was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, exactly. It's not good. It's not clever at all. Oh um, and as a bonus, number six, because it was supposed to be five. 
So um, I had a lot I of put... bonuses on mine. <laughs> you did. <laughs> um, all of trap singles, pride, fire, drop your guard, etc. Except pride kind of has, you know, like a best release of the year, but also worst release of the year. Because have you heard his runs in that? It's just... <laughs> And his bridges. He his just bridges. loves bridges. He loves bridges, man. Watch, he loves them. Watch, watch his video about how much he loves bridges because he made a whole, what is that, like 10-minute video? About of just how half much of it he... was dedicated to the bridge. Yeah, and he showed like maybe five seconds of an actual bridge. It was basically just him pointing a camera at his computer showing like the little the little audio portions of a bridge without playing it it was really cool he's like dude i love bridges they're the best part of the song bro bridges bro so wait you said that was your bonus but i caught um oh sorry tramp stamps okay i was like (laughs) tramp stamps was my number five um we got drunk and made an ep that album there was like now there are more recent singles are actually good i could say that they're good but the EP was just a dumpster fire. None of it was good. The cover art was what? It's everything about it. Just not good. Should have stayed in the drafts. Everything bad. No. The the thing about the thing about that EP, mm-hmm. it, it just it confuses me. Like why they even put it out? Because like the internet ripped them to shit over the singles mm-hmm. they put out for that. Yeah. And they were like, okay, so we're not going to put it out on its intended release date, but we're going to put it out a couple months later. Yeah. Why they didn't just scrap it and make a whole new one? Like you could have like completely like done a one eighty because like no one really gave a shit. They were just like, here's some industry plants. Like fuck mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah. Could have totally done a one eighty. Not even have to change your image. Just like write new songs. Yeah. Just do better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not so silent night, bro. Absolute banger though. <laughs> so bad. Absolute so bad. banger. For this one, can we can we alternate and can we start at the bottom? Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, traps fire for my num- my my <laughs> last joking. honorable mention. No, I'm dead serious. Uh, okay. You're gonna have less than me. I have like 14. <laughs> I have only have I have 12. Okay, good. So you go twice, and All then right. there well, you go. I, um, Lorna Shore's EP, and I return to nothingness. That's good. Um, I should probably mention. After I read too off that um, there there is no order to these at all, uh, yeah. absolutely zero numbering at all, just what I came up with. Um, but that EP was pretty good, and that interview did really well too. Go watch it. Was it was a good interview. We interviewed Will. Go watch it. Will was very nice, and he showed us his. I forgot the cat's name, but I he introduced us to his name. cat. Yeah, yeah, it was very nice. Uh, my number 12 is Architects, uh, for those that wish to exist. I forgot the album name. Yeah, I was going to call you out for that. Before this. Um, yeah, I called myself out before you could. And uh, I, I enjoyed it so much that I bought it after the first listen. And then I canceled the order because I was like, I've only listened to it once. And I listened to it again. I was like, you know, it's still good, but I would like $30 back. So and then she forgot the album name because she hasn't listened to it since and was yeah. I was like she was like what's your album of the year and I'm like that architect's album and she's like what's it called the architect that was the other one though that was the other one the, there, the there was a band one? who put out who put out the architect I don't even I'm sure there was but it wasn't architects I Idola mean, oh yeah that's right how the fuck did you, did you look that up. Like yeah, how, I just um, it yeah, up. I'm like how the fuck did you know that? Yeah. Um, pulses speak less, bro. So good. So good. 
That's all I got to say. So that good. was all you. Okay. So good. Uh, Sherry Amore, Internal Discussions. Banger. I love them so much. I'm going to say it again. Orlando should have been the lead single, <laughs> the focus track on the EP. Yeah. Should be number one most streamed song. Mm-hmm. Um, the home team, Slow Bloom. Um, we interviewed them when this came out and like, I heard the record. I was like, you know, this is good. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of left it at that. And like mm-hmm. something clicked. Cause like their, their social media promotion is like, you know, just kind of keep on throwing like the focus track onto mm-hmm. the timeline. And it's like, here's mm-hmm. 10 seconds off the song. And it's one of the really catchy ones on the record. And I'm like, I can't get these 10 seconds out of my fucking head. I yeah. have to go listen to the record. So like the past week and a half has just been me listening to this album every fucking night. It's like good. what I do before I go to bed. And I'm like, this album just rocks so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they deserve to blow up off the back of this one. I mean, they're going on tour with uh, This Wildlife and uh, Broadside mm-hmm. at the beginning of next year. So fucking mm-hmm. so deserved. So yeah. deserved. Yeah. So true. I love them. And also, same. First time I listened to it, it was just kind of like, you know, this is good. And it's just like when I listened to it when it came out on the playlist, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So good album the google My drive number, version just didn't do it just it didn't, didn't hit because you have to exit out after every song you have to click it but with spotify it just goes yeah, it just and it's like man. you know what this flows this flows it's good. good anyways my number 10 is pulses speak less um twinning. banger twinning <laughs> um my my favorite song off this is the the never meant um cover so it's like 30 seconds long <laughs> And it, I listened to it so many times that I think it's like in my top 10 all time listen songs of 2021. So I really liked it. Nice. Nice. Um, of Mice and Men's Echo. Uh, yeah. I was almost about to put this on a, the disappointments list just yeah. solely based on the rollout of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved basically every song on the album because every single song was a single so i like i spent a shit ton of time with each song <laughs> but i hated the fucking roll out of this thing yeah um, but too many good songs on here to be like this is a a disappointment that's why this is in no particular order yeah okay um my number nine is seafloor cinema in cinema scope with stereophonic <laughs> sound i'm sorry i <laughs> i always feel like i messed it up but this album's very good. I enjoyed it. And I, I just, everything about it just has this vibe of, this can be a classic. Oh, it's a very I don't good know. album. It's a very good album. So, number nine. Good job. Good job, guys. Love you. Um, Not My Weekend's Honeymoon. Um, not, That was this year? That was this year. That And that is actually what I wanted to bring up. This album, fantastic. Uh, two things. For the the way they promoted it, put it out way too early in the year um, yeah. because they kind of dropped it. Pat did a couple of interviews and then... Um, watch ours with Pat. Yeah, watch ours with Pat. And then they just kind of like, that was it. Like they never really had like a hardcore social media presence to begin with. Yeah. but like, Well, they have TikTok. Pat like rules TikTok. Yeah, well, Pat's got his TikTok going on, but like he makes, it's like a mixture of like band stuff and like him just saying stupid shit and being funny. Yeah, and um, obviously the funny shit is going to do better than the band shit because people are like you're shoving your band in my face I don't care um, but like they don't really have much of a social media presence they're just like here's a record and then like they go like dark after they post mm-hmm. the, the fucking tweet and you're like what do you mean so yeah. um, I think that this album has way more potential than they actually got out of it 
And um, for sure, if you were going to drop it with like barely any promotion, fucking. Um, and I'm saying like barely any promotion because like I fucking forgot it came out for like nine months. So that might just yeah. be me. Um, but mm-hmm. also like no physicals didn't get to tour off of it until the end of the year oh, and like didn't really yeah. uh, didn't like market there was a co-headliner so they didn't get to market tour is like honeymoon release tour yeah. so like it's a phenomenal record i just think that like on the promotion side like so it could have reached so many more people because as i said it was a phenomenal record but the only thing that i saw people talking about was when everyone was like lux run out suck shit and you should delete it off the internet for like 24 hours when yeah, that was the only it, thing I saw on my Twitter timeline. Yeah, that song is definitely <laughs> a song. A song. Uh, <laughs> number eight is uh, Brockhampton, uh, Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. Why this is, is that not on so my... low? I'm going to break it down for you right now. This album has some good tracks. It has some good points, but it's just, it's there are some points in it where it's just so, I don't even mean this figure, it's so preachy. Like, they have a whole song called Dear Lord, and it's the last track, and I get it. I get what the album is about. I understand it. I love that they wrote about it. Personally, it just threw me off because I can't connect with it. And it's just the... I didn't really like all the tracks, so I didn't like enough tracks to place it on my all-time top 10, but I did like enough of it and I have enough of them in my playlist to still put them on honorable mentions. And I have a, a couple other albums and EPs on my higher up in I, this honorable mentions I'm list. So, so I'm so stumped. I seriously like that. That's like the first time you've gotten me this entire time we've been recording where I was like, that was not what I was. I wasn't expecting it to be like number two on your list, but yeah. I was totally expecting it on top 10 just because like, you became a Brockhampton stand like when that album rollout kind of started. So. When I became a Brockhampton stand when uh what you would call it, Buzzcut came mm-hmm. out. And I was like, oh okay, well they only dropped one song, so let me check out the other. All if you compare Roadrunner to like Ginger, Iridescent, any of the saturations, even their first album, personally it just falls flat. Even like production wise, it's better because they're bigger and they have more resources now, mm-hmm. but it's just content wise. I would listen to any of their other albums before I would listen to Roadrunner. Fair enough. And that's just, yeah. And it sucks because I wanted to like it. Got me so stumped there. So stumped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have an argument against it. So I was right. Yeah. Uh, you were mm-hmm. just like, well, I put it there because I said so. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Like last year, it was just like, why? Because I wanted to. Yeah, I put it there because I said so. Um, Ice Nine Kills, Welcome to Horrorwood, The Silver Scream 2. Glory and I have met, had many a conversations about this album because she absolutely Ooh. loves it. And Whoa. I absolutely... Wait, are we still on honorable mentions here? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, what, you thought that that was on my album of the year list? Yeah, I thought, I thought you I maybe misplaced it. I thought this was like on your top 10. No, no, no. We've had many conversations about this album. And I have yeah. told you time and time again, I'm like, it's, it's missing something for me. I don't know what's up. Like, mm-hmm. I just like now what they've done with this record. Insane. How how big it really has gotten, like how many vinyl sales they got and shit like that. Yeah. It's wild. Um, But I just think that the first Silver Scream is miles better musically. It's um, heavier. It's heavier, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it just it falls flat for me, and it's like every single time I listen to it, I'm like, I enjoy this, but mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it enough to like go back and listen to it again. 
Yeah. It's just like, I, I don't know. I want to like it so bad. I want to listen to it on repeat so bad. But I'm like, yeah. they just have better albums, man. Um, that I, That's me with Rockhampton. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of like, I know that this is like, they're, they're going to lean into this so hard. Oh, God, yeah. But I am yeah. so over like the horror shit and like i get it fits like the brand and like they've always kind of had that but they would never they didn't really dive really deep into it until two albums prior where they wrote a bunch of songs about like horror books and stuff um the communion of the curse or what or every trick in the book i keep on calling one of the song titles on that fucking yeah every trick in the book is that album where they kind of started this thing the silver scream is where they really dove into it and then Mm -hmm. obviously they did it again on this record uh, and I'm kind of kind of over it because I, I I I really looked into it and was like really into it when I was really into the Silver Scream and now I'm like I'm not so into Ice Nine Kills now I just kind of enjoy listening to them on on occasion I'm like I just I don't know missing something mm-hmm. kind of over it already but mm-hmm. hopefully the next album in like four years because their album cycles are so fucked up um, is better <laughs> or maybe in the next three years I'll get really into this record. There you go. Who knows? It's some, it'll grow on you. I think the other thing that really fucked this album for me is that Dead put out that record on the same day. Yeah. And I was like, I got you so hooked on the Dead album that like, I mm-hmm. just didn't get the opportunity. Like, if Welcome to Horrorwood is the only thing that came out on that day, I would have just listened to it until I was like, I fucking love this album. But since I was mm-hmm. able to do that with the Dead album, I was like, that other one came out. And like, yeah, I have tickets to see them in a month where they're going to play half this album live. But like the Dead album, bro. Mm-hmm. shit's pretty sick so it's pretty, yeah it's pretty good that. and that yeah i'm not even gonna ask about it because yeah whatever <clears throat> my number seven is zane nobody's listening um but that would be on there too but i saw that on like top 20 worst albums of 2021 i list. saw that too and i was like what i didn't I think mean, it like, was that I, bad it wasn't bad no. at all it's just i only liked two of the songs on there enough to actually listen to them to actually pick them out of the album be like okay these are the two songs that i found off the album that i like the rest of the album just kind of fell flat it didn't have and i know i shouldn't go into like another album like oh i hope it's like this one or i hope it's like you know some of his past albums because artists are able to branch out you know do whatever they want but it's like they still had kind of the same vibe as the other ones but it just didn't hit just none of the songs, except like Better and Tightrope, were good, in my opinion. Good enough to revisit constantly, as much as I do with his other two albums or any of the other guys. It's just kind of, it was it was disappointing. And he released it like super early in the year, so yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. Honestly, I forgot about he it. He had kind of the same thing as like Not My Weekend, where he kind of mm-hmm. like, Zane, obviously not really online to begin with. He just No, kinda, God. He just kind of put the record out. <laughs> And then, like, you know, he's major label. And, like, there, it feels like there was no spending dollars put into, like, promotion of this album. Like, I didn't yeah. see a single ad. I didn't see shit for this. All the ads were targeted to his fans because yeah. I couldn't get away from it. But I'm like, I know it's coming out. Yeah. It's I like, have why, his post notifications. Yeah, why, why are you targeting you me? Why would you target the ads at the fans? You should target them at other... Because, like, I, I didn't see a single fucking ad for this thing. I didn't exactly. see him talk about this fucking record, like, at all. No. Like, he did... Well, he. He did live streams, but that was it. He doesn't Which do caters interviews. to your fans. And like, he, exactly. he did a couple of interviews. Like, I know, I think he did like a, a Zach Sang interview and like shit like that. Like, but he's not one to do, you know, a press cycle because he's fucking Zane. 
Because he lives on a farm with his horses and his girlfriend and his baby. He's like, I don't care. Exactly. Um, And good for him. But like, he's doing just fine whether the album performs amazing or not. It doesn't fucking matter. Dude, with One Direction money, he's set for life. Yeah. He like he doesn't even have to release music. He's he's good. So, but yeah, album not good. Yeah. Uh, Chapel's room service. Yes, sir. Absolute banger. Four mm-hmm. four banging tracks. Every single like mm-hmm. now there we obviously interview way too many bands. Every yes. single time we interview Chapel, I get like hooked on their music for weeks afterwards. And we Yeah, literally the yeah. day before this EP came out, we interviewed mm-hmm. Carter and um it was like this EP came out. I was like, This is the only thing I'm listening to for the foreseeable future because it's like yep. I love talking to Carter every single time we talk to him and we've mm-hmm. gotten to talk to Courtney once and she was nice to talk to as well. Oh, um, I miss you guys. And it's like, I just, I love talking to them. They're so personable. And it's like, I have to listen to their music now. I don't know. There's just like something in it. There's mm-hmm. something in their music. It's fucking great. I really yeah. hope that they get to put out a full length this year. Cause I mm-hmm. might die if I only can listen to like, what is there? Like 11 chapel songs out right now. Literally. Yeah. Shit. It's like, like 11. Cause I, they have the one album and then this. Yeah, so I need I need more chapel music in my life. That's what I need right now. I completely agree, dude. Um, what is it? Uh, days. What what is Miss it? The days. The, Miss the days. <sighs> song of the year. That, Easy. Yeah, that's such a different song for them too. And like, obviously, mm-hmm. we talked about it with Carter, and like, he mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, dude, it's my favorite song because it's so I, fucking different." Yeah, because I told him I was like, "It's my favorite song that you guys made." He was like, "What? It's my favorite too." And I was like, "Ah." <laughs> started talking about the, the music video and he's like wow you guys saw everything yeah <laughs> yeah uh, come back on the podcast carter yeah um oh my number six is Lil Nas x montero <clears throat> this album was good i will probably revisit it again especially probably like the doja song you know like the 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 bigger songs i'll probably revisit but it's just the only song that I kind of liked the most only song that I listened to off of it only two is industry baby and the title track all the other songs are like they were good but they all just kind of sounded the same he's a more single like one track at a time and then maybe just release a collection at the end of the year just kind of wrap it up as a present but just dropping an album in like one spot with songs we've never heard before it's just it's it doesn't fit him in my opinion. Yeah. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I even remember when we talked about it, I was like, yeah, Gordy's going to talk about how much she fucking loves this album and I'm going to look like an idiot when, she, when I'm like, yeah, I didn't think it was all that good. But even you were like, yeah, it's whatever. It's okay. Yeah. It's like, just not something that I would revisit. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other, I've spoken to other people who are like, yeah, I felt the same. It's like there are a couple good tracks on it. Just overall, it's just kind of meh. Yeah, the yeah the the best songs are the ones he put out as singles easily. Yeah. Beartooth below. This is a good album. Beartooth. Um, another one that just kind of got lost in like the shuffle of like you know shit coming out every week and needing to talk about it all. Um, but it's it's a phenomenal album, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I get I get in like weird spots where I like they're they're the only thing I listen to. Um. Hasn't happened in a while, but like it happened before the record came out, not after. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, but the album's very good. 
So true. Wasn't Beartooth, wasn't that the album that Yasmin was obsessed with for yeah, a good Yasmin, second on the Yasmin's timeline? Yasmin's really into Beartooth and Architects. That's like their big two. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very good record. Very good Worth record. Worth getting obsessed over. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my number five is Between You and Me, Armageddon. I thought that album banged. I just didn't have enough space to include it on my top ten. Okay. <laughs> when, if If like one of these people who didn't release like if my number 10 didn't drop their album this year it would easily be right there but it's just there there were too many good albums that dropped this year for me but this this album i bought the vinyl of it from like this really shady website yeah, after it sold out everywhere yeah yeah i looked it up and it says it's a reliable Where, website you like, buy it right. from? i don't know you want to look <laughs> like well, it's like, like it's like if you tell me the name i might be like yeah that's that's a Here. that's a record store that I bought from before. Oh no, it's like in China. Oh yeah, no, I haven't bought from uh, yeah any, any Chinese um, record stores. But this album was very good. I'm I'm looking for it now. I'm searching my my yes, very good, very good album. We had a very good time with them. Go watch it. Oh, you. that was such a good one. The craziest thing from this record is when um they they because i i would assume that their contract with hopeless is up because they tweeted they quote tweeted their out their labels tweeting was like would have been nice if you guys did a little bit more promotion or something along those lines and i was like what a way to promote your album by like completely wow. dissing the label that paid for that yeah um wow definitely interesting so but that was like holy shit had the entire timeline tweeting tweeting about between you and me when the album came out yeah okay grooves land never that's heard of what it. it's called exactly yeah <laughs> hope it shows um, up though <laughs> me too but it's the it is the uh limited edition blue butterfly vinyl did it ever ship it said it would ship because the thing with this the thing with this album is that like no like it felt like no one knew it was coming out but then the vinyl was fucking sold out everywhere you can yeah. fucking get the album anywhere and it's like but i thought no one knew that this fucking thing was coming out exactly yeah um wait oh my god they gave me a tracking number <gasps> it's getting here tomorrow yo yo <laughs> wait i'm gonna cover the, the tracking number look at that nice yeah nice Woo! um go. i'll tweet a picture story untold uh no future but the the zero the the O in no uh -huh. is an X. Uh -huh. um, Whoa. The the album the EP itself pretty fucking good. I hated that mm -hmm. like whole X for O thing. It's dumb. Not good for screen readers. Not no. good for screen readers either. It's very dumb though. And also just kind of hard to read for people who don't need screen readers. It's just hard to read in general. Just yeah. like whatever. Bring me the horizons. Doing they're they're typing all weird now, and I'm like guys. Yeah, it's so are you serious? it's so bad. And um. Story Untold actually had a song on the album that was like, um, I gotta look it up. I haven't listened to the EP in a second, but it was um, Between You and Me Show, I think is is the name of it. Oh. Um, yeah, Between You and Me Show, but the X's and, you know, oh, whatever. Of course, yeah. Uh, that song bangs, and then All I all I Know Is I'll Never Know it took me a second to read because the X is for the other <laughs> Um, that is that is like one of the best songs from the show. I didn't put it on there because I was like, we're gonna talk about the EP anyway, or at least I'm mm -hmm. going to. But like that song, there's something in it. I don't know. Fucking yeah. bangs, so good, mm -hmm. banger. So true. All right, uh, my number four honorable mention still, Heart Attack Man, Thoughts and Prayers. You've officially got me confused. 
because I seriously thought that this was going to be on your top. What the fuck is on your top ten? Is it just a lot of good blank stuff. spots and fucking no! horror creator? What the fuck is it? Dude, I'm so confused it's now. It's good, I, and you're going to be like, oh. Please I explain now. now. Please explain now. You have to explain so, why this isn't on your top ten. Okay, so the reason this isn't on my top ten is because a lot of artists that I really like dropped stuff this year, yeah. and Heart Attack Man was just an added bonus that I didn't well, I expected an album. But you know it's okay because the EP banged. I just I wanted more songs. I thought all the songs were great. Pitch Black was a perfect leading single because I still listen to that on repeat. But that and Leap Year are well. That's half the album. I was gonna say those are the only two songs that I listen to. But that's half the that's album. Absolutely half the EP. Yeah. So EP, whatever it is, record. Um, and it's a banger. I I enjoy it. I love it. It's just it's only four songs. If it was a bit longer, maybe six, seven, I'd easy, easy up there. But it's just I have so many other albums and EPs that dropped this year that I just can't. I can't. They. It was in my top five, but just I kept remembering. Oh, this dropped. This dropped. This dropped. And I was like, oh, there you go. I don't even know what could be on there. Like, did we yeah. cover the same music this year? Because like. We I did. can't. I can't even think of what you'd have on there now at this point. Whatever, Glory's gonna shock the shit out of me. Um, yeah. Dying wish, fragments of a bitter memory. That was. Yeah, yeah, that yeah was that's good. on there. That's. Um, mm-hmm. I actually revisited this album recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Um, the things that I would do to have us spend twenty minutes talking to the band about this record. That'd I would love cool. to chat with the band, please. Mm-hmm. Um. But Please. yes, this record is very good. Very good. I agree. That was that was a good one. I played that while I was baking. Yes. The entire entire. It's a game. great baking album. It is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> those, those hardcore bands, man, they make such great baking records. <laughs> Dude, I frosted so many pies. So, I mean, cakes. With this. <laughs> so good, man. Um, my number three on honorable mentions is Chapel's Room Service. We we already explained such how this EP. is such a good EP. Drop the album next year. I know your your record label is probably holding it hostage right now, but I'm gonna need you to just just leak it. Yeah, just drop or it. Or just anyway. give it to us, yeah. and we'll leak it. We won't even we won't even leak it. We'll just keep it for personal consumption. But please, I need to hear it. Please, like Carter, we're not even joking. Just literally send it to us. We won't do. We will just listen to it. We just need new chapel. Agreed. That's all I gotta say. Um. Yeah. This one between you and me is Armageddon. Yeah. Um, not as high up, like mentally on my list, but I just it kind of came to me right away. I was like, oh fuck, that that album came out and it was pretty good. It was very um, good. Yeah. So yeah, Glory obviously talked about it. We already beat the shit out of that one. So very mm-hmm. good album though. That that very- opening track. Wow. The whole album. I wow. Okay. <laughs> just the cover art. Everything. It just just looking at it makes me happy. I'm excited for my vinyl to get here tomorrow oh Just yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> um my number two on my honorable mentions list is with confidence and self-titled i was just thinking about that album because i was like if i need to add an extra one because our numbers are off or some shit i'll throw that one on there really quick yeah. um that album is another one that hopeless dropped the ball on yeah for real they um, like um uh what is it i'm just a star fab whoa uh what you make it is that what it's called what whatever that song is that has such you know like um 
uh, the throw it away, forget yesterday song, that mm-hmm. one, just like all the big pop punk songs like that, or whatever, whatever you want to label it as, I don't care. It has that energy of, oh God, this one, this one is going to be like the hit of the album. Yes, it did get a lot of streams more than I'm pretty sure it was the most popular one off the album, but it's just like, it, it could have done so much more. It feels it like, so much more. it feels like, yeah, no one really knows what came out. Uh, from the the hopeless camp this year, mm-hmm. um, and like granted, I love that label. They got a bunch of my favorite bands on there, but it was like I only knew that the shit was coming out because like I fucking that's what I do. My mm-hmm. nose is in that shit twenty four seven. But yeah, the album was very good though. Very, it was. It yeah. just it once again it there was another record from this year that just deserved more marketing oh, attention. So much more. Um, yeah, because it was a phenomenal record, arguably one of their best. I know oh. we've only got a couple, but I would say it's it's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, watch our interview. Yeah, well, from with... from last year, we didn't actually, yep. we didn't even talk about the record. We did because well, he said the new the new record's yeah. crazy, well, well, and I used that. Yeah, on the well, cover. when we um when we interviewed and the album wasn't announced yet, there was nothing out from the record. We talked about their 2018 album. Um, when we interviewed them or 2019 and, and i asked them out. a question about they're like what 2017 or yeah. 16 album? And he was like huh he's like i gotta gotta go back you gotta Spotify. listen to this yeah. and i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i haven't played cool. a show in a minute yeah exactly um, the devil wears prada uh zombie 2 ep caps off my honorable mentions list this is the only one that's actually like in the spot that it would like be like it's number 11 like if we're counting Number eleven on the album of the year list. Just there wasn't enough room on the list. There's only ten spots. I have ten albums on there, but the the CP is very good. Um, I would even say that the singles are like the weakest part, um, mm-hmm. because like when the EP came out, like I listened to it in full a couple of times, and then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna take, I'm gonna subtract the singles from from it when I listen. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna listen mm-hmm. to the other songs, okay, because the other songs are just so fucking good. Um. And it's impressive that they were able to follow up such an iconic EP. They've got their their zombie EP, and like it was, everyone's like, "How the fuck are you gonna follow that up?" And then they did. So mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. Nice job. Nice job. Nice job. Nice job. Um, my last honorable mention is Kenny Hoopla Survivor's Guilt EP album. I think it's, I think it's an album album because it's like twenty minutes long. EPs are usually under 10 or like 12 or something. Amazing. I listened to it like three times today because I was like, does this deserve number one spot? Yes. Yes, it does. It's very good. Kenny, come on the podcast. Kenny, you've got an open invitation to come on the podcast whenever you'd like. Please, please. Um, please. Now, album of the year, we're going to go 10 to 1. Alternate, yeah. all that fun shit. My number yeah. 10. Concrete Castles, Wish I Miss You. Missed you. Oh, I'm so surprised. That's sarcasm? Yes. Oh, Actually, man. no, because I kind of expected in your top five. It's a bit low. No, no. I'm I'm honestly, like, personally shocked that it got on there and that I got so hooked on it because, like, when you look at the rest of my list, it's, like, the pop rock album that yeah. he didn't really like on his first couple of listens is number 10 on that list. Um, because like when we first when we talked about it on on um, when we reviewed it and everything, I was like, this is like you know whatever, you know. Yeah. And then um, we finally got this interview set up a couple months later after you know continuously trying, and I was like, okay, fine, I guess I gotta go listen to this fucking thing again. And I did, and I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, I think I kind of get it. 
wait a minute, wait a minute. And then I kept listening to it, and then I just kept going. And then yeah. my partner pre-ordered me the uh, the vinyl for my birthday, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm fully into this now. Exactly. Uh, guess I'm guess I'm here now. So yeah, no, I think that this album is um amazing front front to back. Um, so, such a good record. And then I go watch our our interview with them. They were, they were fun nice. to talk to. They were very fun to talk to. That was a good one. My number ten is Never Loved Over It. Do you have anything to say to that? No, I'm just—I wasn't expecting that at number ten. You I was, expected I would, it higher? No, I would have expected that on honorable mentions. No. Like the the no. album was phenomenal. Yeah, every album, every every album off the <laughs> every every song off the album was just—it had that as we said it, it was just um, anthemic. arena. Yeah. Uh, anthemic yeah there you go not not arena that's that's a bad thing arena's bad <laughs> arena's, anthemic, arena's good. butt rock <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> um amazing though i loved it i need to listen to it more that's why it's so low that i listened to it like two three times that, that's why i, I thought it was going to be on your honorable mentions because but it's you've just, only listened to it a couple of times but the reason it's on my album of the year list is because the the feeling that I got the first time I listened to it was just kind of like a whoa has still stuck with me after all of these months where it's just like I look at it and I'm like oh that that's a very very good album even though I've only listened to it like two three times Fair so that's enough. why it's my number 10. I was tossing around putting it on my honorable mentions list but I figured you would get mad at me if there were any more on my fucking list because I was supposed to keep it to 10. So <laughs> I would have I would have I would have been okay with that. Yeah. I, I am verbally saying that it is not officially on my honorable mentions but it is mentally on my honorable mentions yes. list. Yeah. Um number 9 is Ask Alexandria to see what's on the inside. Okay. I think you saw that one coming because I spent about a solid 20 minutes when we talked about it going over why it's their best butt rock album so far yeah and i was like oh okay, <laughs> okay. Um, sure. yeah no it's it's i stand by everything i said uh mm-hmm. for a second there i was like no nah, this album's actually hot shit yeah uh, and then i listened to it again uh, a couple of weeks ago because i was like i'm back in my ask alexandria phase man i love Sorry. asking alexandria again mm-hmm. um not just their butt rock stuff but their metalcore stuff too mm-hmm and um i was like yeah no this album is still still pretty good still holds up yeah. holds up a couple months later it's not as bad as like a house on fire and that's all that matters I, yeah that one wasn't that good i don't remember it being like horrible but i just remember being like oh boring I'm not gonna listen to this again uh my number nine is bad flower this is how the world ends what was that reaction that she just gave me that that what the fuck what <laughs> What? I said it when I when I first li- when we were talking about it on the podcast where it's like I really like this album. It's definitely going to be on my album of the year list. All right, I didn't like it. That's yeah, like that's why because I liked it and you hated it. And I loved it, and you were like, "Well, if you like this, and go listen to the other album." And I was like, "Okay, I will." And then I didn't because yeah. I forgot. But very good album. I enjoyed it a lot. And the reason it's so low is the same reason for Never Loved. Listen to it twice was like this is a very very solid album perfect wouldn't change anything i just haven't revisited it in a while so yeah fair enough <clears throat> number eight love and death's perfectly preserved hell yeah yeah pretty, pretty good record i'm not gonna lie that's very good oh god we spoke to them yeah we spoke to to jr forever ago yeah um, that was a while back yeah and that was pretty wild but yeah the album is is fantastic 
um was definitely one of those ones where like it came out so early where i was like i actually forgot this thing came out but yeah. it, it definitely carried me through like that lull in like 2021 where there's not much going on so like it yeah, was, it was everybody... that, that album and one that i'm going to name later that kind of carried me through that lull um and got a shit ton of listening time so. i'm trying to figure out what that other one is but well we'll hear it in a second not yeah. in a second but later on oh so it's higher up yeah interesting um my number eight is Dwayne stains okay no that album's very, pretty good you're not gonna get a very, reaction very from me out of that one yeah good uh this this album was very good i'm pretty sure i had it on repeat for a week after it came out super eight that that song alone just deserves so many awards so many grammys just everything just give everything to that song amazing phenomenal i remember Perfect. i love it i remember when super eight came out right before the record mm-hmm. came out and you texted me like we need this guy on the podcast right now yes uh, yeah uh, clearly it didn't happen but glory texted no. me was like we need this to happen and i was like well try yeah <laughs> um so there was that uh clearly that one did not happen yeah. um spirit box this is my number seven spirit box Eternal blue it's so low I listen, man. It lived up to the hype. I swear, it lived up to the hype. But it I just that to be like number two. It, Sorry, I, yeah. I just didn't spend nearly enough time with it. It's kind mm-hmm. of the same reason you gave for basically every record so far. Where it's just like <laughs> I didn't. Spend... No, just the two. Just the two. <laughs> I didn't the spend two. enough time with it. Like, yeah. I thought it was great, mm-hmm. but it was just so strewn out because it was like literally over the course of 16 months was like the album cycle for this thing because they started the rollout in 2020 with holy Mm -hmm. roller and just kept going because they were like we're going to keep pushing the record back because we want the band to tour off it and then Mm -hmm. like they put the album out they were supposed to tour with limp biscuit and then that didn't even happen so (laughs) forgot about that yeah so that happened um so i i like already heard a majority of the songs on the album and like i thought that the songs that were left were good Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the singles are so much better and I've heard the singles a million times so mm-hmm. um, yeah the, the album was good just um, better albums this year ones that I spent more time with at least that's fair that's insane I would have I expected that in like the top five again or at least two because it's I, just you you hype them up so much yeah and I think they're a great band but I was just like I was like where because it, it had been in my mind since like I started thinking about my fucking list I was like oh god I gotta make this fucking stupid ass list uh <laughs> I was like, where do I put this record? Because I'm like, it's yeah. got to be on there. It almost mm-hmm. wasn't on there. Dying no. Wish was almost in place of it. I was like, no, no, no oh, I got to put Spirit Box sense. on there. That makes sense. Yeah, um, Dying Wish, that's fair. Yeah. So I was like, no, 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 it's got to be on there. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been spending a lot of time thinking about like, where the fuck do I put this? And that was like the only album where I was like, I don't know where the fuck this is going to go. Mm-hmm. So number seven is where it's going to go right now. That's perfect. All right. Uh, my number seven, you're probably, you're going to hate me for this, is Water Park's Greatest Hits um it's on there yeah it's on there uh it's on yours right oh yeah okay good the album 18 times 18 times (laughs) yeah i was gonna say you spent like 300 dollars on variants so i hope it's on there for your sake uh this album's good and that's that's uh, i mean i love fuzzy so that 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 song is like my favorite song they've ever produced written released everything perfect flawless song just the rest of the album, it's like the, what is it, A, A side, B side, A side. Like the, the first half of it, perfect. I love it. 
B-side just kind of falls flat for me. Like I can hear and recognize the songs like American Graffiti starts playing. And I'm like, oh, that's American Graffiti. But I just don't go out of my way like, oh, I, I feel like listening to American Graffiti today. It's just it just I don't go back to them. That is that is actually exactly how I felt when I listened to the record for the first time. And you had to yeah. like talk me out of it because I, I was I was fucking livid the first time I heard the yeah, album. Yeah, you were. I was like, I am going to have a breakdown right now because I've spent so much money on this album and I don't you like did. it. And Gloria's yeah. like, talk me out of it. But that is how I felt was like side B just like kind of fell flat mm-hmm. in a certain Except way. Except see you in the future. See you in the future. Great closer. Uh, not as good as uh, I felt younger when we met though. That's oh, God, still no. the best closer. Um, yeah, it's it's just, it felt it fell flat. And it's like, typically when you listen to Waterparks, it's like the first time you hear it and it's like, it's great. And this is like the first time where I had like listened to their the album a couple times to be like, this uh, is good. Mm, fandom. You didn't like fandom. When I didn't it first, like fandom you said either. It, but yeah, at you least didn't I didn't like have a million dollars put into fandom. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, yeah. fandom I hated because it was just like, I hated all the singles. When it like, but the, the opposite happened for greatest hits. Like I hated all the singles when fandom was like in its rollout. And then I heard the album and I was like, wait a minute. I was wrong about everything. And it might not have been yeah. on first listen. I no. don't remember what my fandom listen was like in 2019. You didn't like it. Um, but I, I do vividly remember hating every single single that came out for it besides Turbulent. This oh album, though, I was pissed because I loved every single single that came out, including the ones that most people hated. Like, um, a lot of people were like, what the fuck is Just Kidding? Because he really hyped that song up. Like with that, just kidding. Like that three second, like really cool part of the song. Like he hyped yeah. that part up. I remember we were in a call when it first dropped that three second and it was just like the bass line or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, this song's going to be, you know, a heavy song. It's, I could feel the, you know, the breakdown in it or whatever. And we were both like, yes, we got to have, it's like um Lemonade by Youngblood, which is like, yes, that's with the, dirt, dirt. you could hear it. But then it was just kind of like a sad song. Yeah, it's and it's really like, I get song. it, but like okay i expected something a little different um like there was that song and even snow globe which was like a what the fuck moment uh, i mean this is this is from a uh <laughs> i was gonna talk about the thing that i read um in the same press release that we got for when they compared him to what daft punk yeah the daft like, punk vibes i'm like I, and then man. they said like that they were i'm not i'm not gonna say the other things i don't want to like I don't want to start anything, but then they said some yeah, other da- stuff. Daft punky vibes and shit, and I'm like, God. I don't hear any of this, but yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, Snow Globe is also a weird way to be like, we have an album coming out, but that's a that's another topic for another day. Yeah. Uh, but it was just weird because I was like, I'm so into all these singles, I'm gonna love this record, and then the album mm-hmm. came out, and I was like, fuck this album, <laughs> straight up, fuck this album. Telling who all wa- my variants. Yeah, who wants my variants, bro? Mm-hmm. Um, and Gloria was like, no, go give it another listen before you do anything stupid. So yeah. I did. Because I loved it on yeah. first listen. I was like, oh my God. And I listened to it again. I was like, oh. Well, that was that was what was really pissing me off is that everyone around me was listening to the album for the first time and being like, dude, this album's fucking great, bro. I don't oh, know what I you don't hear. It's kind of the same thing like with the silver screen, too. Everyone's like, dude, this album's great. And I'm like, I don't fucking get it, bro. Lori's <laughs> like, yeah. like, album of the year, bro. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was kind of how I felt about greatest hits. And um I don't feel now. like that anymore, which is oh, good. Yeah. Um, my number six is Wage Wars Manic. Um, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I've been spending a lot of time with this album recently because it kind of came out and I was like, I'm going to go listen to the Butt Rock album instead. Asking Alexandria came out on the same mm-hmm. day uh, alongside Dying Wish. So it was just kind of like those two albums kind of overshadowed Wage War. And I was like, I got to come back to this record because as generic as Wage War is in a sense, mm-hmm. 
they're like generic in the best <laughs> way possible okay um like it's horrible to call them generic but they really are they're just like the most generic metalcore like and they're, it's okay they're very they're very introductory to like the genre like you want to get into metalcore you listen to like a wage where you listen to like an i prevail something like that okay well there you go that uh, makes they're, sense they're that very makes gateway sense. They're, yeah they're a gate yeah, i was gonna say they're i a think gateway. i even said that when we talked about the record because i was like they're mm-hmm. very you know yeah um, you have to listen to them before you listen to everybody yeah. else they're, they're, mm-hmm. they'll get you into the the, the really good stuff um yeah. but this album is honestly great like godspeed fucking phenomenal Mm-hmm. So good. Every single song on this album is great. When I saw them live, though, they played, um, I think Teeth was the unreleased song at the time. Yeah. And um, everyone just kind of looked at them and blinked when they were playing the song because no one knew what was happening. And the song sounded really, at least to my ears, sounded very off when they were playing it. Oh. And that is still like one of those, like, what the fuck, like, live moments that I've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the song came out. I was like, nah, this song rips. But like, when I heard it live for the first time, because like, everyone's like, I want you to hear my uh, my album live for the first time, and it was yeah. like, and I'm like, that's all well and good, but like I've heard songs for the first time live, and like that yeah. one always sticks out to me. Like I never want to hear a song live for the first time ever again. Like let me exactly. hear it in the studio it's, first. It's a horrible first impression. Yeah. So. Good, good. Uh, my number six is Doja Cat, Planet Saw Her. That coming, yeah. I thought it'd be a good album. Honestly, I I want it to be, but once you get into my top five, it's like there's no way. I could have put her any higher. Album, phenomenal. Doja, amazing. I love you. You're doing great. You're fantastic. Um, she is the future of rap. She's 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 doing good. She has a lot of potential. Cause on this album alone, like half the album are like TikTok songs that have just it's not like she made them to do that. It's just like they found them and they're like, oh okay, yeah, we're gonna this is a new trend, this is a new we're trend, this is a new song. trend exactly and it's just like and it's it's effortless because i was looking back at uh what is it hot pink her last album like half the songs on that one as well were tiktok songs and i was like there's no way she's this consistent with all of her songs it's it's almost similar to what lil nas x was doing where it's kind of like big songs industry baby montero they had and um uh, what what I want the the other song the the first single before the album dropped, uh, where it's kind of like we're gonna make these TikTok songs and then the whole album should follow along. Doja was able to do that with her album because she had the biggest rap opening of I think 2021, biggest female rap opening of 2021. But Nicki just kind of fell off because it didn't have the same feeling throughout the entire album. Lil Nas was kind of just the same vibe and the same sound. But Doja really wrapped everything up and made it a solid, perfect album. Very good. I loved it. I liked it. I can tell you I liked the record. (laughs) I did. Um, I really did. Yeah, I I even thought that the album was uh, was pretty good, despite Mm -hmm. being like so anti-TikTok also spending like an hour and a half on it last night i don't want to talk about it <laughs> are you on the good noise podcast account yes it's i don't yeah, have I a personal so. um yeah but okay. I, I was up until 2 a.m last night on tiktok I'm, it does that i was like i was like i didn't mean to stay up until two o'clock in the morning but here i am i was on tiktok just, for most of it it was like i went so from tiktok easy. to ig reels to the facebook version of ig reels and i was yeah. like i can't do this i have to no. i have to like turn my phone off yeah i'm i'm right now hooked on to the uh 
reels on Instagram because it's all like baking uh-huh. and it's just, I just, Oh, I could use that icing tip next time. Or it's just, it's everybody's doing it now. So it's like every app that I use has that feature. So it's like every Even app YouTube that I'm on has now. Yes. I was, I was stuck on those too yeah. because it was like, um, I'm trying my somebody... best to not get hooked on those. Don't, don't dude. I was on the, I, I was scrolling for like half an hour and I was like, shoot, I'm on the noise podcast. YouTube. <laughs> see, well, like, I love, I love YouTube. going on our YouTube sometimes. And like, it's usually like music recommended shit and like interviews. Cause like I'll, I'll, I'll scout like what, what bands are doing, what interviews and shit. Yeah. Uh, and then occasionally there'll be like a baking video or like how to fold like origami. I'm like, Glenn, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, why are you folding origami on a Tuesday afternoon? Like Dude, what? What I can't get away from now on our YouTube thing. I think it was me who started it, but for some, it's just, it, I watched one video and now it's the only thing that's popping up on my side is like, you know, like the hoof on a horse, like pimples, like bumps can form there. So I watched one where it's just like one, a guy squeezing it and like, ugh, it was, it was so gross Ew. and it was, and it was like a big lump too. <laughs> and now it's like all on my recommended for good noise podcast. And I'm like, oh, I God. don't want to watch you pop a horse cyst now. Oh my God. Like that's. So I'm I just, haunted I, with that. I you have like, origami. I have yeah, horse pimples. Yeah. Dude. Why are you folding good. origami, Glory? What the I, fuck do, I don't know. <laughs> <Why are> you... <laughs> um, but yeah, I love like looking at the history of like what's been watched and like Glory was watching Brockhampton music videos and then went to watching yeah. how to pop horse pimples and then baking. Like, <laughs> is this girl okay? <laughs> like, should no. I text her and see what's up? Like, <laughs> like hey, you okay? So you've been watching horse pimple videos. <laughs> That was definitely you. I've never watched a horse pimple popping video in my life. Dude, if you look, they're they're on the recommended. It's I, horrible. I don't want to look. I don't want to. That's the thing. It's bad. Moving on from horse pimples, number five is Afterlife's Part of Me. I saw that. Coming. Yeah, spent yeah. so much time with this album when it came out. Um, we chatted with uh, Andrew to watch the interview. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, the album's phenomenal. I was even like showing my like non metal friends this record because yeah. i was like there's there's a there's like an emo rap song on here like check this out you'll love it yeah and even mm-hmm. even they were like oh wait this is actually pretty cool good because like, they're like show me the shit that you listen to so like i put on lorna shore and they're like this this what the fuck is this and then i put on yeah, box and like what the fuck is this i'm like wait i got something for you and it there was that it was um is it the title track um oh, it might be i gotta fucking um one of the songs why the f- mm-hmm. i i went to spotify on my phone and it it crashed it and went black so we're oh, not going to okay. find out what song it was today yeah, wait, 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 wait. okay do you want me to read the track list off it's only 10 i'm not going to know the track list i'm just i'm pissed off over the fact that my phone <laughs> crashed when i oh opened my God, the spotify app yeah all press i did was piece. open spotify and press the the search button were you uh, at one percent no i glory i don't live my life like you <laughs> My I live life on the edge, dude. Um, my phone's at sixteen percent right bro. now. Bro, oh, it was miles away. That's miles the song. Away. It was it's song after the title track. That's how I was like. I go. think it might be the title track. Mm-hmm. There we go. My f- computer for that. Big brain. There you go. Happy for you, dude. You're doing oh, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Well, my phone turns on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just bricked now. That's it. Rest in peace. Uh, my number five is Origami Angel, Gami Gang. Saw that. Such a good album uh it's just it's it's perfection i i listen the main tracks i have like four main tracks off of it that i just have on repeat considering it's a 
double LP, whatever you want to call it. It's two albums mashed into one. Uh, but every time I listen to the full album, I sit down and what is it like an hour and a half? I don't know. God. Honestly, not that long. I think it might just be like an hour. I think so. Yeah. It's like, it's not Donda. No. Um, Donda, but Donda, it's just when I sit Donda. down and listen to it, it's not like, oh God, let me skip this one just so I can get to the one song I want to listen to. The entire album could be that one song that I want to listen to, but it's just I've gotten hooked onto these four. But phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I'm still here, so I hope my phone yeah. dies because it I think you're, yeah. seems to be stuck. Um, number four is Waterpark's Greatest Hits. There you go. There we go. It's nice and high on the sense. list. Um, part of that being because I spent a lot of money on this album. Too much money. Too much. Mm -hmm. But um, it's an investment. It is an investment. Mm -hmm. That glow-in-the-dark one, be selling for about what I paid for everything, actually. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, Well, that's like what people are listening it for, whether or not it's selling for that. Yeah, that's completely what I was going like, it's not even the rarest one that came out, but people just mm -hmm. want it so bad because it was like the first thing that dropped off the rec for the record. Mm -hmm. um but i've got all of them i got the the, the red one out of 300 um they actually they misprinted a, a bunch of the orange vinyls and made a bunch of translucent ones sam was able to get me one for christmas i've That's officially cool. got every single one because like they the the signed vinyls were supposed to just be tangerine with like a mm -hmm. signed print and you pay like yeah. double for it and it was dumb but i was like i, I i'm gonna do it anyway yeah it's kind of dumb and then like half of the they they sent out 500 it was out of a thousand mm -hmm. they sent out 500 or like we'll send out the other 500 in a second you know we're out of mm -hmm. vinyl or whatever yeah. and i guess the ones that they rush printed they fucked up in the factory and were translucent mm -hmm. and they restocked them really quick and sam was like i bought you this for christmas we're gonna see if it's translucent or not so you don't spend an arm and a leg for it I'm like mm -hmm. thanks um and yesterday i opened it and i was like hey look guess what it's translucent i like flipped yeah. out i was like hell yeah i got them all now yeah. um, perfect so i've officially got every single release um of for that for that uh album spent a lot of money doing it but um yeah. and the album well, i wound up liking it so that's a that's a good thing too i yeah, spent that's... a lot of time with the record um yeah. over the past several months my phone finally turned on let's go yeah um for anybody just tuning in now i i bricked it when i opened up the fucking spotify app <laughs> <laughs> dude you're saying if anybody tuned in now dude, it's well it's if not anybody, if anybody skipped from um, the, for, for like our top yeah, three from like now to now you're mm -hmm. like you're like what the, why the fuck is he like my phone finally turned on um yeah. i his phone yeah i locked it up a couple days mm -hmm. uh, a couple seconds ago yeah. um phenomenal <laughs> so, record though phenomenal yeah honestly good record b-side just not not the best uh my number four is Ice Nine Kills Welcome to Horrorwood, the Silver Scream 2. Nice. This album, phenomenal. Rainy Day. I didn't like the other singles that, that were pushed out because I think two others were, were put out. And I was like, wah, wah, these are too heavy. Wah, wah. <laughs> Rainy Day. There's something in that song that was just, you, you say that uh, Wage War is like the gateway to like whatever genre this is. Rainy Day did that for me because I listened to it and I was like, okay, this is good. Then the album came out. I listened to the entire thing twice while it while it was on the podcast playlist. And I was like, okay, I don't know what happened because these songs aren't as heavy anymore. So I'm hoping it doesn't spread. I'm hoping it's the last metal album because I can't I can't handle that. I can't handle another genre. It's okay. But it's very good. It's, it's okay. a very good album. I love it so much. It's so good. Where he's gonna become a metalcore stand. Suddenly she's gonna Please like don't. new metal. <laughs> she's 
Sure, no, no. You like Limp Bizkit and Fred Durst and, and Corn Man. I love I these bands, bro. I will not be you. I will not be you. <laughs> I will not be you. Now we're getting into the the top three, top three. bro. Uh, mine's probably pretty predictable. I still don't know what Glory's is. Um, number three for me is Dead School of Thought. We yeah. talked to Joe. Um, this album, fucking amazing. Uh, took away all the attention from Ice Nine Kills album for me because uh, it came out on the same day. I've been waiting a long fucking time for this album to come out. I got hooked yeah. on Dead in 2019 when I saw them with In This Moment and Motionless in White. Mm -hmm. I was like, because I checked them out like the day of the show, and I was like, "Fuck, I wish I listened to this band sooner." Because I was like, "I am so stoked on them." And then um, you got to talk to them, and then we got to talk to them, and I saw them mm -hmm. a couple weeks later for the second time uh, with yeah. Black Veil Brides, uh, and in this moment again, but I didn't stay that long. Uh, yeah. In this moment, sucks shit. <laughs> but that, now's not the time for that speech. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this album's fucking phenomenal. There's something in it. Um, the, my only gripe is that they put out half the album singles and then gave you a cover at the beginning so the the first like five or six songs on the album is all singles plus that cover and then the mm -hmm. last four or so songs on the album are um yeah new tracks but all in all very good record hell yeah hell yeah my friend durst impression oh does hell he yeah. say that hell yeah I've never heard his voice before does, <laughs> is that like what he sounds like hell yeah well that's what he sounds like in like like the the old Limp Biscuit shit, like when he goes, "Hell yeah!" Wow, I'm ne I've I'm just now I've never heard his voice. Hell yeah! I've only heard like his singing voice, which can be you know all over different. the place. Yeah, uh, my number my 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 top three, my third <laughs> album is uh, Silk Sonic and Evening with Silk Sonic. You saw that coming? Now I do that you said it. Yeah, <laughs> I've been listening to it uh, a lot. And every single song on this, phenomenal, flawless. I wouldn't change a thing. The intro, the intro to this 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 album. It's an album. It's just it. Oh, it's so good. It's so dude. Give it up for Bootsy Collins, man. It's so good. I love this album so much. It's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Album's pretty good. Yeah, the album's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I really hope your number one is Louis Tomlinson's album from last year. <laughs> wish he dropped another album he's uh, saying album three is on the way and i'm like just <laughs> drop it already dude sorry two two anyways um sorry. number two is limp biscuit still sucks yeah they do <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this album bro it's so good um, I actually fucking hated it when it first came out, but I yeah, was like, I am a Limp Bizkit stan. I oh, have to like this shit. Mm. Uh, so I do. I love it now. Do they um, have vinyls? Not yet. Um, they've talked about it possibly happening. Um, mm -hmm. God only knows. They've dropped no physical media with the really? album. Didn't really promote it either, but since they're Limp Bizkit, they can just fucking do that because the press yeah. did all the work for them. Mm -hmm. Um, because they're like, oh, Limp Biscuits alive again. Yeah, and everyone's Yay. like, holy shit, Limp Biscuits back. Plus, like, they did the Lollapalooza performance, and everyone's like, holy shit, I give a shit oh about Limp Biscuit again. So yeah, for some reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. Phenomenal record. I was so fucking good. Listen to it every couple of days. Uh, turn it up, bitch. It's like l every single person's list, like rank album rank or song ranking ranking lists, uh, for this album. 
It's like, it's always so low, that song. I'm like, it's their best fucking song on this album. No way. You it's got dad so vibes. Turn it up, bitch. Everybody needs some hardcore fucked up, bang your head shit. Just turn it up, bitch. <laughs> no way that just happened, dude. It's so what? good. It's so good. It's like two and a half minutes. It's quick. It's in there and out of there real quick. It's right after dad vibes. It's so good. So good. Well, okay, you know, okay, that's fine. I'm <laughs> I'm happy you like it. <laughs> um, my number two is Safe Face, another kill for the highlight oh, reel. Now it's all starting to click. There Not you that go. That album came out for a hot second there, dude. I was surprised that it wasn't in your your honorable honorable mention. Honorable mention. Because I just said I kind of like forgot it came out because I was like the album's really good, and then I was like it's, it's very good. It's like it's good, but it's like not something I know if I would come back to. Um, because oh. I was like I was supposed to see them live, um, with oh Mom Jeans. So like that was when I was gonna be like, yo, like really get into it. Because mm -hmm. their set list was just half the album, so I was like, yeah. "That's when they I had really... one song from." Yeah, that's when I was Mercy. like, "I'll finally get in. I'll really get into the record then." And then mm -hmm. that show didn't happen, so I just kind of was like, didn't. "Well, whoops." So, yeah, we talked to Tyler though. We did. That was very cool. I I liked that one a lot. That was that's easily one of my one of my favorite interviews. It was just so pleasant. And there's still that, there's still that, I, I actually, I'm scared to open Spotify on my fucking phone again. Let me pull it up on my computer. <laughs> you, oh, um, the perks of uh, that song, not being yeah, able to see yourself. Yeah. Oh my God. That fucking, that, yeah, the perks of not being able to see your reflection. Your it, reflection, there you go. It's for, for some reason, one of the lowest stream songs on the record. Uh, clocking in at 20,000 streams. It's the best song in the album. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if that's a hot take. I don't give a I shit. Mean, it's a good song. But the opener is the best song because it, it just it it paints a picture and it's oh, it's so good. The, the album is great. It honestly is. Um, mm -hmm. But like when I heard that song, we we had this little Dropbox with the album in it. And I, like, I oh finished the record and I went back so and I listened excited. to that song like four or five more times. I'm like, this is phenomenal. And if mm -hmm. like I, I just like even Tyler was like, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's not my favorite. Like, dude, it's got to be like on the set list. Like, you got to push a shit out of the song. And he's like, it's you know, it's it's a song that yeah. I put on the record, but like, I don't yeah. know the songs. And I'm like, listen, bro, I'm in the band you need now. To <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm your manager now. You will do this. Oh um, my god! But I, I just want to say, Tyler, if you're listening for the what is it? Movement? It's not movements. It's who are they touring uh, with? The Wonder Years. The Wonder Years Gami tour. I need you to open the set with the opening track. Because it has that, it has the build up. It had, I could see it. I could see it on stage. And I just need you to open with that track. Where are your managers? I'm looking, now? I'm looking you in the eye. Do it, please. <laughs> um, because it, it would be perfect. It would be perfect. True. Yeah. All right. And my number one architects for those Whoa! that wish to exist. Oh my god, who would have saw this coming? This I is didn't. the album that I was referring to when I said that um the Love and Death album and this record was like the one that carried me through that lull at the beginning of 2021 because Architects also put out this album at the beginning of the year. Um but it's fucking it's fucking great. I don't care. Um it like back actually in our 2020 episode, I 
had said like both the singles that they had put out in 2020 were like some of my favorite songs from the year despite them coming out so late and i might yeah. i might have even said like i think this album is going to be on my list somewhere i'm um, pretty sure you did yeah so here it is it's number one um definitely a departure from their sound but it like it really propelled me into like a, a big architect's phase and what i spent a big chunk of my 2021 listening to was this band um phenomenal record i'm pissed i didn't get to see them in september but they postponed it to next year we'll see if it happens um next september so um yeah but fucking fucking great album i don't care but best album this year that's my take it was it it was a very good album for the one time i listened to it i I did like it a lot so that's fair uh my number one is tyler the creator call me if you get lost whoa who saw whoa. that one coming whoa. oh my god that's crazy i saw this you album... listen to like four or five times yesterday yeah the entire <laughs> thing all the way through i don't know what happened it just i i put it on because i was like oh i can listen to this i can listen to corso once and i just the entire album just kept playing afterwards and i was like you know what i'm i'm not gonna turn it off during uh uh what's a song that i want that i wouldn't turn it off during I don't know, Lumberjack. I'm not going to turn it off after Lumberjack. And it just kept going. And I was like, oh, Lumberjack again? Didn't I just... Li-? And I just then an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very good album. And I love it a lot. I didn't really like it that much on the first listen. Because I was like, um, this, is, this is different. But then I was like, wait a second. Wait a minute. This is very good. So. Fair enough. Good album. Um... Well, those are our lists. If you're a band that has to, had to sift through to see us talk about your shit for 30 seconds, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're either a band or just someone listening, let us know what you think about our opinions. Yeah, Give us your opinion us... on, our, on our opinions. Yeah. Um, that are would we be right? pretty are cool. We, are we wrong? Are takes bad? They probably are. Um, no. And tell us what your album of the year is. Yeah. Top ten. Send them to mm-hmm. us. Uh that'd now. Be pretty cool. Right now, yeah. actually. Right yeah. now. We're, if you're we're listening recording to this... this on Monday the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh and you should send them to us right now on Monday the twenty seventh. You won't see this until January first. January first. <laughs> but you should send them to us right now. Right now. Um, and if you didn't, you are a fake fan. And that's it. Yeah. You suck. Mm-hmm. Um so you can follow us on Twitter. It's good underscore noise underscore cast. You can follow us on Instagram. It's good noise podcast. Facebook is good noise pod. YouTube is good noise podcast. Spotify. Every other streaming service ever is good noise podcast. Spotify. You can go fucking rate us. Give us five stars. That'd be pretty so cool. So we can be number one on the Spotify algorithm. Yeah. Um, Bandcamp is good noise records. Um, you missed the hoodies. Probably. We haven't pulled them down yet. Mm-mm. Um, at the time of recording, but we got to pull mm-hmm. them down at some point. We got to get those orders in. So yeah, if they're not down yet, go buy one. Uh, yeah, and Patreon <laughs> is Patreon.com/slash Good Noise Podcast. We've got your Patreon supporters. Uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters: my brother, my uncle Matt from Pulses, Jeremy, Brady, Zarian, Eric. Thanks, guys. You guys rock. You guys are you guys are great. And thank you, thank you so much. Uh, important plugs. Black Lives Matter. Nothing's changed with that. Still, still do. Yeah. Uh, stop Asian hate. Uh, don't, don't be a jerk. Uh, just be a good person for once in your life. That's all I gotta say.
Nice. Oh, get your vaccine. Wear your mask. I would I would like the music scene to not die. Crumble. Again. As it currently is. Yeah. Um, because I have like five concerts and a festival next year. And I would, you know, I don't really want to lose those. Uh so yeah. Wear a mask if you're going to a show. Get your vaccine if you can. Get boosted if you haven't already. I could go on, but nice. I won't. All right. Well, uh, I have been Shane. I have been Glory. Oh, wait, is it season six? I recorded it with the orange background, but we can change that. Okay. In post. It's okay. Okay. All right. Um, happy season six. Happy season six. Um, we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. We have been the Good Noise Podcast. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>